Hi folks, I want to bring you up to speed with something that's happening today, which is that I've developed mild symptoms of the coronavirus, that's to say a temperature and a, a persistent cough. And on the advice of the chief medical officer, I've taken a test that has come out positive. So I've decided to take some figgy pudding and uh, quarantine myself. I'll have some crumpets or trumpets or something. I don't know what those words are. They mean. <laughs> Tea and trumpets? Um, uh, That's Bo- Bojo. Boris Johnson is the most powerful person in the world that has yet tested positive, although testing positive is far from a death sentence, even though that's the way a lot of the news stories read. Yeah. Uh, 80% of people, according to most numbers, uh, have a mild version of this. There is a kid that died, though, somewhere. I'll have to read that story to you that... Um, uh, that's an outlier, obviously, but... Uh, there was one kid in L.A. Who, who passed, and now they think it might not be the corona, but it's going back and forth. Mexico's scared for a couple of reasons. Number one, it appears diabetes is one of those comorbidities that make you more at risk of a, a bad or a fatal case, even. And Mexico is a fat, fat country. They have rates of obesity that make the United States look like it's all Boulder, Colorado. I mean, we're... Mexico is a fat country. El and, Gordo. And, and that's right. And um, and they don't have the greatest uh, medical care system either. So anyway. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, the world, <laughs> travel, etc. We posted this at armstrongandgetty.com. I tweeted it out. Uh, if you don't follow us on the Twitter machine, you're, you're just making a foolish mistake. Um, just search for Armstrong and Getty. You'll find it easily enough. But it's uh, this technology, and yes, this is amazing. It is scary. It's beautiful. It's odd. There is technology that can track and see every mobile device that's on in a particular geographic location. In this what? case, it's it's like a tiny little point of light for every single mobile device. And... um. And what they do is they focus in, 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 in on a single beach in Florida last week during the height of spring break. And it just glows with all. There's the video, Jack, actually, if you'd like to watch oh. it. it. It glows with the light of all those mobile devices. And what they do then is they draw like a highlighter deal around that beach and all those mobile devices. And then they can track those devices across time and see where those devices go. Over the next couple of days to week, week and a half. And it is stunning to watch those people on that beach in Florida spread out across. It's mostly the eastern half of the United States. But those few thousand people go everywhere and presumably, possibly spread whatever they got. So there it is, Jack. There They got it circled. They got it highlighted. He types in his little command there. All right. Now let's uh, see this. uh, See what happens across time. And uh, and there they go. Oh, spring race, great. I'm hungover. I hope I don't have chlamydia. Let's go home. <laughs> I'm hungover. I hope I don't have chlamydia. And there they go up the highways. Oh, there they appear in distant cities that they obviously flew to. That's those people from that beach. Mm. It is one of the most amazing things I have ever seen. It's at armstrongandgetty.com. Show your yeah. kids. You know what's amazing is you could uh, track me over the last three months, and I would have gone to exactly the same places, from home to work and then back home again. Every single day. Occasional donut shop. Uh, but it's on it's on my route. Yeah. So it's not even, yeah. Would not be very exciting to uh, track me when I'm going anywhere. That just made me sad 
thinking about all those people who are going all these places. Wow. Um, that's, that was that's not my you, intent. That's what you took from that? <laughs> that's what I took from that. that was I never go anywhere. If you tracked my phone, you'd think, is this thing broken? Not the ubiquitous uh, surveillance state that nobody willingly opted into. You're like, oh, man, yeah, I, that's if a, I could travel like those kids. I wish an, I had a more exciting life. That's an excellent point, Sean. That is just that that is was absolutely withering. amazing. Way to go. You brought him to his knees. I have, you Selfish know, bastard. I have somewhat given up on that, which is probably not good, but I've somehow just given up on that, that. The surveillance state thing? It's Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just something that was unimaginable not very many years ago. It's just here. Well, you look at that map. It's here. And They're he, tracking everybody all the time, and we're willingly oh, opting in. no, 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 Jack. It's anonymized. They don't know which signal is from which phone. No, we, and the entire history of government says that if a government has a tool, it will abuse that tool. So, anyway. We are participating without pushback but i don't believe that we willingly opted in or at least knowingly opted into what we are doing we we had these weird things oh no if i don't connect to the cell tower then it doesn't know but your your phone has a fingerprint and it is constantly pinging to figure out which cell tower if you were to use it which one it would use and it just uses those simple pings you don't even have to make a call or whatever right. but it just right. knows your proximity right. to these cell towers why is anybody get, why does anybody have any access to the information of where my phone is pinging off of because you, you clicked, I agree. Right, but we, yeah. why haven't we passed a law that says you don't get that? The fu- the company that runs these doesn't even get that. Yeah. Which brings me to one of my favorite sayings, Sean, making the point that we didn't opt in willingly exactly, just unknowingly. How did we find ourselves in this situation? Is it ignorance or apathy? I don't know and I don't care. Yeah, it's my favorite <laughs> saying of all time. First time I heard that, I uh, laughed for like an hour. Uh, yeah, me too. I think I was 11. <laughs> Um, uh, you're going to see a check soon. According to USA Today, their analysis, Americans could see checks in three weeks because of the giant, what they're calling a stimulus package. Uh, one-time payments of up to $1,200 should start going out in the next three weeks to most Americans who file individual tax returns. Those who file joint tax returns will get up to $2,400 in their home, all part of the $2 trillion package that's going out. So if you get it, good for you. I hope it makes things better. We were just yeah. talking a little bit ago about how many businesses are uh, struggling right now. We are talking about a music store that's got $35,000 a month uh, nut to make mm-hmm. before you start turning a profit. And when your doors aren't open, it's really difficult to do that. Yeah, yeah. Also told a tale of a uh, uh, an inflatables company in Sacramento, make the big bounce houses, who in the space of a day or two thought, wait a minute. We have the right materials to make masks for for medical providers. And they designed it, prototyped it, checked the specs with the American Medical Association, started cranking them out, donated a ton of them, are selling them now like crazy. Oh, it's just, it makes me so proud of this country and our, our ingenuity and our entrepreneurial spirit. And that's why I'm so militant against, you know, Bernie and socialism and so concerned about this giant stimulus slash bailout because, man, when government reaches into something and says, yeah, we're just going to we're going to help you for a while. We're going to prop you up. We're going to control you for a little while. That power is almost never relinquished. And, man, it's just it's not it's much easier than than you'd hope to extinguish the can do spirit of a country. Uh, by example, virtually every European country whose whose productivity is pathetic by American standards. Well, while, while we're on this topic, let me revisit this. I thought this was interesting because it was in the New York Times. The New York Times. I've the, heard of it. They 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 like this sort of thing. 
And this is what they went with. I don't know what they're saying in uh, you know right-wing uh, journals about this. So they interviewed Eric Gordon, professor of the School of Business at the University of Michigan. And he said about the stimulus package. The Ross School of Business founded by Diana Ross. Right. Few people know that. Not Rachel's boyfriend? No, but he was the first dean. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we went to bed as America and woke up the next morning looking like social democratic Europe. Oh, God. It's a professor of the School of Business at the University of Michigan. We've made fun of Europe propping up their failing steel companies and car companies, and when push comes to shove, we're going to outdo them. And then the New York Times article ended with this. This is going to be hard to unravel, said a different University of Michigan professor. Industries that are propped up stay propped up for a long time. That was the argument we were making the other day. This It's going to end on this date. That's not, not going to happen. It never happens that way. It's a temporary tax, Jack. Please. Hey, uh, Hanson, we ought to book one of those fellas. Yeah, that'd be good. From the Roth School. Let's talk about it. I mean, if if nothing else, maybe we can talk about... I'm going to ask him about supply-demand curves, <sighs> how that whole thing works. I'm going to ask them, is there anything in particular voters can keep an eye out or, or demand or demand the absence of or so? What is our strategy for not letting emergency powers become permanent powers? Because there's such a well-documented history of this. When the emergency's over, somebody, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, will make an impassioned speech about the downtrodden somebody or other who's getting the short end of one stick or another and how you'll be leaving them out in the cold with starving children if we, if we dare rescind these emergency measures. You just, you see it coming from miles away. I just, I don't know. Other than bellowing about it on the radio, I wish there was something more we could do. Oh, my word! Will the universe survive? Bernard Sanders. That's a good one. I heard him. He's making the rounds on the media today, talking about how this measure is great. And he actually said, uh, he was asked, do you think this will fundamentally change the way Americans view their relationship with the government and business views its relationship with the government? He said, I certainly hope so. This is exactly what we need. I'm using a lot of soap. Well, that's good advice, but... Jeez, Bernie and his... You fools have no idea what you're wishing for. On the other hand, you got to do something. One of my favorite restaurants I've been eating at for 20 years went out of business already by being shut down or not doing... They weren't shut down as restaurants aren't, but they weren't doing, you know, your regular business. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're they're already out of business. How many businesses are going to start dropping off to where we just can't go any longer? I hope the stimulus, you know, makes its way in such a way that they get a loan or something and they can stay Mm -hmm. open. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people who don't run businesses or don't know small business people, they don't understand that the vast majority of small businesses barely get by. Even the successful ones. Right. Oh, yeah. In fact, I was going to use the example of, of one of our beloved sponsors who are just terrific people, but their idea is grow it, grow it, grow it, and sell it someday down the line. Meanwhile, even though you would guess they're quite wealthy, they live pretty shoestringy lives. Because they put the money into the business and they're trying to keep it healthy and grow it. And that's the, that's the story of the, a huge majority of small businesses in America. Sure, your rent for your locations and the, the, the cost of your employees and then your product that you've got, all the money in the product that you've got in your stores, mm-hmm. store or stores. It's just, yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, so anytime I hear business owners demonized as somehow, you know, the fat cats, the rich, I mean, there are some certainly, but. My God, the backbone of the American economy is 
the hardworking, you know, dreamer who started something, employs a bunch of people and is keeping it afloat, but generally has 30, 60, maybe 90 days worth of cash. Maybe. And this could certainly last that long. Some new poll numbers that are out are interesting. See if you agree or disagree. And our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Senator Mitt Romney announced this week that he has tested negative for the coronavirus and also charisma. <laughs> uh, that's Seth Myers from his kitchen. Also, I just got this. Uh, my wife's big on the memes that are going around or the funny things on the Internet. Picture of Ozzy Osbourne saying, back in my blanking day, you could eat a raw blanking bat without causing a blanking global crisis. <laughs> The wet bat market. So a guy eats a bat on the other side of the world, and now I can't go out to eat. Or now I lose my business. Or or, or now somebody dies. Yeah. So here's some interesting stuff. Bat eating commies. Do I lead with the political thing or not? It's just I I don't I don't I don't like the partisan squabbles during the biggest crisis of all of our lifetimes. Yep. You wouldn't think there'd be time for this. ABC Washington News poll just came out. We're just out with the latest poll. And uh, let's talk about our lifestyles first. 93% of people are maintaining distance from others. 93%. So mm-hmm. practically everybody's on board, but that does mean that there's 7% or not. Nope, won't do it. Not going to do it. The I what? don't believe in this. Or the what now? The Never heard of this but thing. That 7%. Adds up to the the four percent and yep. the three percent that either don't believe it or are unaware of it. Yep, that's exactly. Weird. Isn't that something? Exactly right. Uh, staying home as much as possible. That's ninety one percent of us. Uh, stopped going to restaurant and bars. Eighty eight percent of people. Wow. That's Eight. right. I have to remind myself that there still are swaths of America that are more or less open for business, including schools. I think in, I got some states. I think I got to do takeout from one of my favorite places. See if they're still. Oh, yeah. Running during the time and, and just they appreciate throw it. them a little love, yeah, yeah. Washing hands more often, eighty-two percent. I'm in that category. Oh yeah, I got um, just I got my sanitizer just drying as we speak. Stocked up on food or household supplies, sixty-one percent. Canceled travel plans, fifty-three percent. I'm in that group. Mm. We were going to go yeah. visit grandma and grandpa, and yeah. no, now we're not. Yeah. Um, and then to the political part, and this just. It just bothers me. So I'll read. I'll read the paragraph from the Washington Post. You read this paragraph from the Washington Post. I wouldn't even known the the big story until I looked at Byron York in the Washington Examiner, who had to take the Washington Post info to tell me what was actually going on. Wow! But here's the here's the paragraph in the Washington Post on the political front. President Trump narrowly wins approval for his handling of the outbreak, and his overall approval rating has grown five percentage points to 48, even as most Americans say he was too slow to take action in the early days of the virus's spread. The rise in Trump's approval rating is far smaller than other presidents who have experienced uh, in times of national crisis. I take from that paragraph mostly negative stuff. Mm-hmm. Mostly negative. Most Americans say he reacted too slowly, and it's not as big a gain as other presidents have had. Byron York, at a different newspaper, with the Washington Post's own information, 
goes with the headline New Washington Post poll. Trump job approval at 48, disapproval 46. Six. It's his highest approval, lowest disapproval of his entire presidency. Mm-hmm. And the first time ever that he's not been underwater. That's a headline. Yeah. yeah. That's a headline. First time in his entire presidency that there's been more approval than disapproval. Washington Post only had negative stuff to pull out of their own information. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. That's newsworthy, Washington Post, whether you like it or not. They don't. It is newsworthy <laughs> that for the first time ever with an election coming up, he's got more approval than disapproval. Yeah. They yeah. didn't even meant they're not worth mentioning. Though most people think he reacted too late. That's the headline. <sighs> All right. So Gallup is doing a little polling themselves, and Americans are generally positive in their evaluations of how each of nine leaders and institutions has handled the response to the coronavirus situation, they say. Uh, eight of the nine received majority positive ratings, led by U.S. hospitals at 88% approval. Only the blank gets a more negative than positive review. Would you like to guess what the blank is? News media. News media is the only institution in the country that's getting negative ratings. Far worse than the CDC, Mike Pence, Donald Trump, even Congress. Uh, which is striking. Even Congress? Yeah. Lower rated than Congress? That's not even a really hard... The, the wet bat market has a better approval rating than Congress. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Going shopping there this afternoon. Armstrong and Getty. out today both have uh, trump with more approval than disapproval on his handling of uh, the coronavirus and and the washington post poll has his overall approval above his disapproval for the first time ever which is uh really something but anyway um uh, some of it is based on these press conferences they have every single day and I found this part entertaining from yesterday. I want those guidelines to go even when we're open and fully operational. And frankly, much of the guidelines, like shaking hands, maybe people aren't going to be shaking hands anymore. You know, uh, Tony had mentioned to me, Tony Fauci, uh, the other day that I don't think he was would be too upset with the concept of not shaking hands. He was saying that the flu would cut down, the regular flu would be cut down by quite a bit if... We didn't do that if we didn't shake hands. You know, the regular flu, of which, you know, you have a lot of deaths and a lot of problems with that, too. So I think a lot of a lot of great things are going to... When we're open, just so, just to finish, when we're open, as soon as we open, that doesn't mean you're going to stop with the guidelines. You'll still try and distance yourself. Maybe not to the same extent, because you have to lead a life. But I think the time is coming up. Yeah, you're making the point that, uh, you know, still getting to the trying to open up by Easter, just because you open up your business doesn't mean you can't still go by the social distancing and a variety of things. Right. Um, and I wonder about the handshake going away. If it would cut down, what do we have? An average of 30,000 deaths a year from the regular flu? Yep. If it would cut that down significantly by not shaking hands, well, then how does the handshake continue? Especially since... In each, I, I did the history of it the other day. Various times through history, in different parts of the world, it was always the same thing. It was a, it was a, it was a symbol of you don't have a weapon in there. Well, right? That's not. I don't, by the way. That's, or that's, do I? That's not really our society anymore. But what do we replace it with? A wink, a nod, 
uh, a salute, a French bow. kiss, oh, we, we entwined tongues. Oh, my God. I want to get a little more into this Gallup poll, if I might. Okay. U.S. hospitals, 88% approve, 10% disapprove. Your child's daycare, 83 to 9 positive. I wouldn't send your kid to my kid's daycare. It's terrible. Your state government, 82% approval of the various state governments. My employer, your employer, 82% positive. We do have a tendency to rally around government and leaders during times of crisis. That's mm-hmm. just the way human beings are made. It's also their opportunity to, like, you know, grab more power. But um, so I understand the Washington Post's point that Trump at 48% approval uh, may be a lot lower than any other president would have gotten in the same situation. Sure, it's not true. I'm sorry, it's not untrue, it's just, if you pick a particular facet or description of something as your headline, it alters perception, and they were obviously in the business of making it seem as dark as possible. That should be the second paragraph after you mention it's the highest approval rating he's ever had. Mm -hmm. Government health agencies like the CDC, the NIH, 80 to 17, positive over negative. Mike Pence, 61-32, positive. Uh, the more he does, the more positives he can get. He's a really solid guy doing a solid job. Is that the if way he most was people... not a fairly a pretty damn conservative Christian, he would have very high approval ratings, but so many people resent his views on abortion and that sort of thing. So I've heard this from a, a couple of... <clears throat> he was of... anti-gay marriage, you know, longer than a lot of people. I've heard this from a couple of places that he's he seems to be shining at these press conferences. Yeah. I haven't... Yesterday was the first time I tuned in. Yeah. He's a very bright guy and a good communicator. He's he's pretty stiff, um, but he's doing a solid job. He plays that position very well. Yeah, of, of uh, yeah. being the guy in, behind the podium telling people what's going on. These press conferences happen like right at the peak time of my kids are really tired of being in the house together. So it's not oh, the time boy. for me to flip on the TV and watch uh, Mike Pence tell me the And that statistics. manifests in, in, in calm conversations between the two. Talking out their differences. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It Sharing works, their it feelings. It works out fine if I distract with them with a little air hockey or whatever it is we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm killing it. it at Galaga, though. I'm back on Galaga like mm-hmm. I was in high school. It's like getting back on a horse or a bike or something. My kids had no idea that you could get a second rocket. They had no idea. I do. I blew their mind when I did that. Wow! Wow! Like, like you're some sort of what wizard. Was that? <laughs> yeah, they were just like, "What?" The old man still got it. <laughs> President Donald J. Trump. Perhaps you've heard of him. Sixty percent positive, thirty-eight negative. Poll taken, by the way, March thirteenth through twenty-two. Today's date being the twenty-seventh. Okay, because those numbers are trending upward steadily, no matter what poll you look at. Congress is the lowest among uh, political bodies, uh, barely below the president, admittedly, 59.37. The news media, the only significant institution in this great land that is upside down by a full 11 points, 44 positive, 55 negative. And I would suggest to you 44 positive people are saps. But (laughs) I, I get to suggest that. You know what I need to do? I need to text my daughter who is a college student, and her specialty is uh, political data analysis. And i got to say, hey, sweetheart, can you uh, analyze the Gallup poll for me? I remember vividly, not long ago, saying, sweetheart, can you please not pour the Kool-Aid on the floor? Uh, and now she's analyzing <laughs> polls for the old man. It's amazing the way time goes by. Oh, 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 my gosh. Speaking of train wrecks, 
Do we have a train wreck for you coming right up? The toilet-licking would-be social media star is counseled by Dr. Phil. Of course. It is. Of course. I, I can't explain He's hoping to for you. the cash me outside. How about that? That's what he's hoping for. As an exploitive quack. Yeah. Yeah, so that is coming right up. Stay with us if you can. Simply Safe is a way to make your home secure, and you don't need to lock yourself into a contract for a couple of years, and you don't need people coming to your home to install it. You can do it yourself. Yeah, and it's, I mean, for instance, U.S. News and World Report named Simply Safe the best overall home security of 2020. I mean, it's not like uh, this is one alternative way to do it. No, this is the best. Yeah. Simply safe. You just order online, set it up yourself in under an hour, and your home is protected 24-7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins, fire, and more. And it's just 50 cents a day. My favorite part of it is that you can uh, customize it to your home and your needs. They have outdoor cameras and doorbell sensors, uh, motion sensors, and just whatever you need for your layout they have for you. It's simply safe. And 60-day risk-free trial. So try it. See if you like it. All you have to do is go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong to make sure that A and G sent you. You know how that works. Simply Safe. Oh, Simply is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Try it out today. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. For all our LA area listeners, Navy Hospital Ship just rolled into the Port of Los Angeles. That thing is enormous. I heard hello, it was coming. Hello, sailor. <laughs> I heard it was coming. Hello, nurse. I heard it was coming, I and I, I assumed it would be big. I didn't know it would be this big. Uh, big, giant, floating military hospital. Enormous. Oh, yeah. But that'll be helpful. Well, there's one on the East Coast as well. Mm-hmm. As the U.S. military uh, helps out, does what they do so beautifully for other countries. Sorry, Haiti, if you have an first. earthquake now, we're busy. Oh, boy. that's uh, why, why would some, you... some island I've never heard of. What, why you get a you... tsunami hitting your yacht of luck. We're, we need it now. How did you turn that negative? Or surly. Turning it positive for us. You turned it surly. I've seen these things. I won't have it. I've seen these things happen all over the world, but I've not seen it happen in the United States like this. Dr. Phil? Dr. Quack. (laughs) In one of his most idiotic interviews yet. That's next. Armstrong and Getty. I saw Joe Walsh at Daryl's house on YouTube the other day. That was really a cool episode. That's funny. I heard a uh, old James Gang song uh, this morning while I was getting ready. He was thinking about what a great guitarist he is. Oh, uh, anyway, it's a lot of time to look at the YouTube, you know. <laughs> yeah, boy, howdy. We just uh, read a little something about various media companies considering doomsday strategies. Um, because they're burning through cash because just the economy has gone sour so quickly. Radio and TV, the same problem as uh, the two articles this week on Facebook and Twitter. Viewership, way up Facebook and Twitter. Advertising, way down. I I don't quite get it. I don't quite get it. If viewership is up, 
you're getting more eyeballs for your ads or ears for your ads on radio. Right. I don't. But I guess there's some theory out there that it's not cool to advertise during well, this. I don't I think get people that. aren't aren't shopping in the same way. Maybe they're not going to hear uh, your ad for how delicious the new Burger King burger is and run out and get. I don't well, know. Be creative then. Just run yeah. your ad and say, "Hey, during these troubled times, we'd like to remind you, blah blah blah." Yeah, we have some sponsors who are doing yeah. a beautiful job of that. Yeah. You've probably heard us uh, doing the commercials. We got more listenership than ever. Right, right. Turn it into a positive. Hey, everybody. Hope you're well. Uh, So uh, there are a few humans, uh, certainly in media, who are of lower moral character than Dr. Phil. Dr. Oz might be one. You got any nominees? (laughs) God, I was watching cable news the other day, and they were talking about something with the health situation, and they were interviewing freaking Dr. Oz. Are you kidding me? Fox News! Fox News TV! Harris Faulkner, you're going with Dr. Oz? He is a quack. He's a charlatan. He's a self-promoting numbskull. There he is. There he goes. That was our latest interview with him. Dr. Oz commenting on the COVID-19 right there. Well, speaking of quacks, uh, so uh, did you see there were a couple of people who tried to become social media stars by licking toilets? And called it the coronavirus challenge. One of them has the coronavirus. Well, there was a guy licking deodorant at Walmart. We got a woman who was sneezing on the salad at a grocery store. And then licking toilets was the thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, the first, the inflated-lipped, numb-skull, would-be sex pot, uh, was recruited by oh the, the upstanding, the fine Dr. Phil to see if he could counsel her. So I invited her to join me on this Zoom session from my kitchen because she recently made news headlines after she posted herself doing something very unhygienic while on a plane to Miami for spring break during the coronavirus outbreak. So, Ava, are you there? Hi. Did you miss me? It's good to talk to you again. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm okay, and I've got a question. What the hell were you thinking when you're licking a toilet seat on an airplane on the way to spring break when the country okay. shut down? One, I had way dirtier things in my mouth that I whole spring break. Two, I bleached that. Three, private plane. I went flew down on my sugar daddy's plane with my best friend. So okay, we gotta can we stop okay. here? Okay, all right. So Already fantastic. <laughs> First of all, Dr. Phil continuing to play the role of, I'm just an old guy trying to help people who have mental problems. Gets me outside, how about that? Sometime he's going to be uh, caught uh, with one of these uh, girls, and that's going to be the end of him, I hope. Um, so she says she flew down on her sugar daddy's plane? Right, his private plane. She bleached the seat before she licked it. Oh, I'm no fool, Dr. Phil. Gee, Rose. What is she? She looks like, I suppose, what you'd expect her to look like. One too many collagen shots in her lips. and Yeah, uh, yeah it looks exactly like you would really think. Really tan. Right. Really, it wasn't that dirty. Like, I wasn't putting myself or anyone else at risk. Okay, well, you just said you bleached it before you did it. But then and you I bleached also it after. Say, you also say you did it to show that there's no danger and everybody shouldn't be concerned. So if there's no danger and everybody shouldn't be concerned, then why did you bleach it? Uh, well, I bleached it because, you know, like, people, right. like, poop on there. That's why I bleached it. Like, you know. And well, you didn't say it. that. You didn't say, I'm going to bleach this and, and lick it. I'm going to clean it like it was in a lab, and then I'm going to bleach it. You So you lied to people. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what the media is doing, I think, with this entire virus. 
Um, obviously, it was a social experiment more than anything else. Like, obviously, I wanted the cloud off of it. And yeah, I was, you're like, a scientist. really annoyed that Corona was getting more publicity <laughs> than me because I currently have, like, a song going viral right now and no one was covering it. So I she said, currently hop on has the Corona a song. Wave. But, um, okay, yeah, wait a minute. I, so she resents the coronavirus for getting more attention than her song. She's a song that's going viral right now. I'll bet she does. I still like her better than I like Dr. Phil, though. <laughs> so far. <laughs> Why'd you bleach it, then? Well, people poop on there. <laughs> you know, it's a pretty good point. I just did lie to people, yeah. I did. And it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. Like, It's funny, because I created the fake news myself. As like, I feel like I definitely represent like the whole gen z like population in i'm not terrified of this i basically took things that your generation and boomers are scared of and i capitalized off of it and i create and it it made mainstream media so i and i'm sure there was government (laughs) officials freaking out about it and things like that i literally I, I, I manipulated headlines in the political like yeah. like ring. I had Megan McCain okay. talking about me. I was on the View, and I was sitting at home laughing while I was on spring break during the most of this. Just like, what the hell? These people literally blew this up out of proportion and created a fake headline that was real. So, uh, she wins. She wins. She's right. She's right. She manipulated the entirety of the American media into giving her the very publicity she wanted. Including us. Yeah. Yeah, although abusing Dr. Phil is kind of our hobby. That's true. Um, What were you thinking? Licking a toilet seat? Again, I still like her (laughs) way better. I might get an interview with you, Dr. Phil. And hey, look at this. Look at this, you easily manipulated boomer. (laughs) Boomer. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> Those are some lips she's got. Oh, I know. God <laughs> dang it! Who thinks that looks good? Her oh. sugar daddy with the private plane. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Why does he Ding. think that looks good? I think normal looking because he's eighty. I think normal looking <laughs> humans look good. I mean, if you're gonna yes, be the sugar I'm a daddy fan type of, of good women, as God made them. Yeah, young, normal looking, attractive women look better than that. Yes, if but, that's what you're into. Yeah, but some ancient Nosferatu-looking guys, I'm envious of your youth. Yeah, 20-something. Sign them up. She send, looks, them on the, send the plane. She looks like somebody you should run from. She looks like she's uh, about to go into anaphylactic shock from a bee sting. But <laughs> I hope she's not. Or, you know, maybe from toilet licking. But There are a few people I dislike <laughs> more than Dr. Phil. A mild reaction to shellfish. <laughs> exactly. If you uh, have trouble breathing, you probably ought to go to the ER, but I think you'll be fine. Will this last forever, this uh, whole you do something outrageous and think you're going to become? Won't enough people do something outrageous? And, you know, a bunch of people might see the YouTube video, but you didn't get your own TV show. You didn't become rich. You didn't make a cent, really. One year from now, will she be booked for club openings? No, no, no. Sure toilet not. licking, you know, welcome to Club Zambo featuring <laughs> the toilet licking woman. And what if she opens up some sort of janitorial service and just kind of really steers into the, you know, you can lick off these when we're done with them. You know, you know what? It's a thought. You're watching too much Better Call Saul, by the way. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, this says a lot more about society than I'm comfortable well, with. Well, we've got the... Um 
I mean, if Stormy Daniels could only string her thing out for, what was that? She was doing thoroughly depressing, near-empty, private part-shaking gigs for about six months. Yeah, we got got time for this one, cut number two, because I think this is the same sort of thing, isn't it? That woman walking into the supermarket and openly coughing on all of the meats in the meat cases, in the bakery section, in the produce section, and other parts of the store as well. According to the folks at this Garrity's, they recognize that woman. They have said she has been a nuisance in the past. In all, the owner of Garrity's here saying they had to toss out more than $35,000 worth of food products. Okay, she sounds like she might be a nut job then. She came in and coughed on all the meat, although I've seen the video. Somebody got out their phone, and she was like intentionally walking over the meat and coughing on it, but... She seems like she's crazy. Okay, now, if she's truly mentally ill, then okay. The, if she's just a publicity seeker, I'd never raise a hand against a woman. But if you are a woman, feel free to loosen her teeth. The uh, <laughs> You'd hire another woman to hit her. Um, <laughs> I'm not hiring them. I'm just encouraging it. Uh, but, but then I saw the dude licking all the deodorant at the Walmart, and I think he was filming himself. His teeth definitely <laughs> need loosened. <laughs> Well, but surely people will catch on. Okay, I didn't become a celebrity. This hasn't advanced anything in my life in the way I wanted it to. So I guess there's no point in this. It's the weird clickonomic social media kind of economy, right? Like there's this, if that person went from 500 followers to 2,000 followers, they think, okay, I'm one step closer. Yeah, I guess. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So you're saying there's going to be more of it, not less? I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't see this. This is why God grants us the beautiful gift of mortality. Right. <laughs> you can only handle so much change in one lifetime. Right. Or, or, or uh, come in contact with so many morons. <laughs> right. you got to limit. After a while, right when your head's about to explode, you go to the, the golden gate or the, <laughs> the iron gate or what's the, the pearly gate? The iron gate? What Bible are you reading? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.